It's the Blues Rock Show with Pete Francis and Willie Witten. Welcome to the Blues Rock Show. Pete Francis alongside Willie Witten. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and the notification bell to get all the latest videos. Willie, we're doing something a little bit different this week. We have a theme to this week's show, and this is going to be the Blues Rock Crypto Show and how it relates to music and blues rock. Obviously, crypto has been in the news a lot lately. You can't go anywhere without hearing about it. Dogecoin, all that stuff. So we're going to talk about that today. And our first topic, Willie, is going to be NFTs in music. They seem to be gaining some steam. So what are your thoughts about NFTs in music? And can you explain what an NFT is to our viewers who might not be familiar with it? I can to the best of my ability. An NFT is what is called a non-fungible token. The layman's terms for it, I guess, would be a cert certificate of authenticity. It signifies uniqueness. So if we got deeper into it, there are some contractual things that are written into the blockchain, what happens every time it changes hands, how it's kept track, but in general, it's a certificate of authenticity and uniqueness in a digital world where a lot of things can be quickly reproduced, forged, changed, etc. I don't know if that's the best description, but I hope it gives a basic idea of what we're talking about. So it's basically distinguishes ownership in a digital way. Yes, that's the best way to describe it. And so, Willie, do you think this is probably a way musicians can start making some more money now? It's another avenue for them? I think yes. Uh, basic answer, yes, absolutely. It's already happened. Kings of Leon uh, released an album. First people to release an album as an NFT. Eminem has gotten in on it as well. He released some digital action figures as NFTs in some unique, unheard of, unreleased beats. So... Will it happen? Yeah, it's going to happen. To what degree? I don't know. People are talking about using it for ticket sales. When people go sell tickets on the secondary market, perhaps they can't be scalped. Or perhaps every time they change hands, an artist gets a little bit of cut of that difference. So there are applications. The one I think is coolest, and at least to, as a consumer, the one that I would be interested in, is little gems like, you know, those hidden tracks you'd see or those bonus tracks that get printed on re-releases. I think those would be cool as NFTs. I think people would pay through the nose for some of these hidden tracks and re-releases of old songs that maybe haven't hit the mainstream. Pete, it's new and I don't know, but I think it's going to happen to what degree is anyone's guess. Yeah, well, with the NFTs, I think you're onto something there with bonus tracks or unreleased tracks that a musician could release as an NFT. I think there would probably be a lot of interest in that. I do. And I think to make an analogous comparison, I look at NFTs of being another way to make digital merch. And with CD sales and album sales being consistently lowered, artists need to rely on other forms. And I think that if they're relying on merch now, I think NFTs are a future version of merch. So I think in that regard, I think they're going to be around to stay. Yeah. And now here in the US, things are kind of opening back up, but other parts of the world are not 
where we are in the United States as far as the vaccine and whatnot. So do you think other parts of the world maybe really start taking advantage of the NFT option because there's not much else that they can do right now? I think absolutely. And I think if you look at other technologies and ways that things have exploded, some of the online banking, there are a lot of countries also that went directly from landlines to cell phones. They never really had sort of that in-between payphone. Uh, so I think that certainly countries now that maybe look to be hurting on the music scene, by force, by necessity, they may be eventually the leaders in what I think is going to be a definitely a huge boon for artists, especially, Pete, those who really don't sell CDs and are sort of getting the short end of the stick on their streaming royalties. So here's another idea, Willie. We're talking about crypto and coins, and obviously yeah. it's kind of a, a craze right now, and it's, it's getting more into the mainstream. What if musicians, bands, artists had their own coin and people could invest in them? Well, I think when we talk about investing in musicians, we're sort of putting two different ideas together. Um, there is something, actually, I should say there certainly was something for a moment. Perhaps it still exists. It was called the HSX, the Hollywood Stock Exchange, where people could go buy and sell virtual stock of celebrities and movies, actors, actresses. That was in a virtual sense. If you marry that with the idea of GoFundMe, which is where you fund someone for a one-off time to become a, I don't know, an entrepreneur in this field or to help produce this movie or album, put them together. If you can buy and sell, but also invest and take dividends, <laughs> they use the term branding. And we've used it sort of figuratively. What if we mean literally? What if people can become something that you can buy, sell, trade, and get dividends from? It seems far-fetched, Pete, but as, as musicians try to find ways to finance their operations, I don't see why not. Pete, there would be artists that I would be willing to throw in some money with maybe a chance of a dividend and also a chance to help them recognize the ability to make this tour or make a new album, wouldn't you? Well, you have an artist who's coming out with an album or you know that they're going to go out on tour, then maybe that's what you would do. You'd be able to invest in that artist and kind of see where their career goes. I mean, if you're confident in them and you have faith in them that they're doing big things and they're going to keep building and keep improving their career... I think it's an interesting concept. And I think it also, when we talk about it's hard to get a record label deal, right? Yeah. Well, I think, what if you just have a strong fan base and people who believe in you can say to heck with the record labels, you know what? I can get a better deal for myself instead of giving money to a corporation or to a person who's got more than they could ever spend in 10 lifetimes. What if I can have my fans put trust in me I'll give dividends back and along the way they can trade some off to other artists they like. What once again, it's the crypto future. Do I think this will happen? I don't know, but it seems better than what artists have right now, which is 
you can't get a good record deal. And if you can't get a good record deal, you can't get the good royalty levels on your stream. If you can't get a good record deal, then how are you going to get billing in these concerts and festivals? Yeah, I definitely think, think it's an interesting idea, especially in this digital world. And it could really shake things up if something like that happened. Yeah. Especially I, I, for artists, Willie, that have really big social media followings. Yes. And could kind of get the word out about that. I think those artists with really strong social media followings could be benefiting a lot from that. Right. It's almost as if you've already made your first you know, round for investors and people are interested. If you have 10, 20, 100,000 followers, then what that tells you is that at the very least, there are people who are listening. So social media is sort of that first step. If you look around and you say, well, if I only have 492 followers, then chances are you're not going to be able to drum up that sort of money because you only have that many followers. Because I'm thinking that this is something where people will be throwing in small amounts. Right. I think there will be some bigger people doing 100, 1,000, 5,000. But I think for the most part, you're going to have people throwing in micro shares, 10 bucks, 20 bucks. So you're going to need those numbers of fans and you're going to find out where they have them or not by your Instagram followers. And that might also make the fan feel more invested in the artist and, and really want that artist to succeed because they actually have a real investment right. within that artist. Right. And that is when truly, I think there's a lot of field and some of it's true and some of it's false, but I think there's a lot of feel where fans feel that they know, like they, they know their artists, they know the bands they love. And in today's world, I feel like some of that idea is a little bit false, but like you said, if you do throw in some money, then guess what? I am sort of in this. And that is cool, I think. I, I would, that would be something I would do, Pete. Yeah, so Willie, as we mentioned, crypto has been a big news story lately. Bitcoin, Dogecoin, you're hearing a lot about this in mainstream media. So we're gonna play a little game here, Blues okay. Rock Crypto. So we're gonna take okay. different crypto coins and we're going to both pick an artist for that coin. And okay. we're going to start with Bitcoin. And Bitcoin is basically the, the gold standard, the top coin in yep. crypto. It's the most valuable commodity in crypto. Right. So, Willie, which blues rock artist would be your Bitcoin? My Bitcoin, and they've been in the news recently, and I feel it. I feel it. The Black Keys. That's a good I pick. I think they're great. I think every time they're on the radio, you hear them, you know them. Anytime they want to play a festival, they're going to be near the top of that list. If you turn on your TV late night, you might see them performing. They've been around for a while now. Their songs are featured in advertisements. They are constant headliners. When they want to play and they ask other people if they want to join them for an album, the answer is usually yes. That is my pick, Pete. Who is yours? Okay, my blues rock Bitcoin would be Joe Bonamassa. Okay. Because basically, he's kind of the guy everybody looks to. He's sort of the gold standard in the genre right now. Yeah. Obviously, tours like crazy, very, very prolific. You know, yeah. he's, he's in the news, right? So yeah. just like Bitcoin, and a lot of people are following him to see what he's doing. And yes. a lot of people are comparing themselves to him. So 
For me, I would definitely say Joe Bonamassa is the Bitcoin for Blues Rock. That makes sense to me too. Uh, when you mentioned him, I just thought of this. When you think about how you get into some of these other currencies, and in this case, other artists, maybe it's Joe Bonamassa, because in that sense, like Bitcoin, you got to get into that first. How many artists has Joe Bonamassa produced, picked up to help them out and pretty much embellish and further their careers? A lot of times it's Joe Bonamassa. It does sort of make him like- And it's kind of interesting too, because you look at when Bitcoin launched and- kind of how it's grown and how much it's grown. And you look at how much Joe has grown and how much his fan base has grown over that time. Yeah. Pretty comparable. Right. A lot of people didn't believe in him at first. They're looking a little bit silly right now. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about Ethereum, which is the second highest value coin. But Ethereum has a lot of good connections. It has a lot of endorsements. Mark Cuban endorses Mm -hmm. it. He's kind of behind the coin. It definitely has, like I said, those connections. A lot of people think that Ethereum is going to go places. It's right now it's number two. Some people right. say it could be one. Willie, who would be your Ethereum coin? My Ethereum coin, and a lot of it because of the connections, I'm going to go with the Almond Bets band. They're okay. already very solid. I know that some people would say that, wow, they're a little bit of a long shot. They're not that big. I think their last album was that big. And I think that their names, and when I say their names, I'm not saying that they're coasting on their names at all. That's not the case. But I think that connection idea, when we think about Ethereum, whether it's in different types of crypto ideas, Ethereum is used a lot. The Almond Bets band, that's a name that's been around and people are happy to, I guess in this case, invest their time into the band because they think like Ethereum, it's going places. How about you, Pete? Who's your Ethereum? So for my Ethereum coin, I'm going with Gary Clark Jr. Okay. Because like Ethereum, Gary Clark Jr. has a lot of connections. He gets a lot of endorsements, celebrity endorsements. Right. So Gary Clark Jr., obviously pretty well known right now. I wouldn't put him as the Bitcoin at this point. But he certainly has the potential to be the Bitcoin at right. some point. Oh, and yeah, I think his music is great. He's been in commercials. His music's been in movies, you know, so he has all that going for him. You know, there's a lot of platforms, a lot of things built on Ethereum. A lot of things are being built, you know, around Gary Clark Jr. and with sure. Gary Clark Jr. So he would be my Ethereum coin. Here's the next one, Pete, and I'm going to let you explain it because you explain it better than I do. And it's probably the most interesting one of the bunch. Dogecoin. Pete, (laughs) what is Dogecoin? So Dogecoin is another cryptocurrency, but this one kind of started as a joke, actually, but it's gained a lot of following and it has a very passionate fan base. Right. So it has a real like sense of community. A lot of people are around Dogecoin, are getting involved with Dogecoin. And they're actually taking Dogecoin to fund SpaceX to the moon. Right. So for this, we would say, which is who is the artist that is kind of shooting towards the moon, Willie? Who would right. be the Dogecoin that is, you know, has that rabid fan base? a really strong sense of community with their fans and that artist that is kind of heading to the moon. Right. And has gotten really big, really quickly. 
with people not really paying much attention at first, but man, have they exploded of late. Yeah. Pete, who is your Blues Rock Dogecoin? So my Blues Rock Dogecoin would be Kingfish okay. because everybody loves Kingfish. He's got a nice, really nice fan base and he's built it up very quickly. And he's definitely an artist that you think of that's shooting up to the moon. So Kingfish is my Blues Rock Dogecoin. Didn't he feature pretty high on one of our album of the year lists? Yeah, he did his, his first album. And he obviously won a bunch of blues awards for that. So he's just doing well. And he's got a new album coming out here in a couple months, Willie. So we'll uh, be checking that out as well. He just released that single. Yes, he did. Um, I think the album is 662. That's correct. Looking forward to it. That could put him on the moon. This could be his album that puts him over the top. My choice for the Blues Rock Dogecoin is a little band called Larkin Poe. I'm assuming that most of our viewers have heard of Larkin Poe, but to people I know who aren't as vested in music, when they were on a morning talk show and performed, I can't tell you how many people were sending me texts and saying, oh, have you heard of these people? You and I have heard of them. They've been around for a while, but so has Dogecoin. It's only of late that they're really starting to get a ton of traction. People are really taking notice. They're being invited to play on shows, perform the morning and the night shows. They're selling out crowds. They're one album away too from going lunar, as we like to say. And they've built up that huge fan base online. Yes. The last coin we're going to make a comparison to is Ripple. This coin is a little bit different in that it's not as avant-garde. It had more authority support. Originally, the idea was, was to facilitate intercurrency across border transactions. So Pete, if I ask you who the Blues Rock Ripple coin is, what I'm really asking you is, who is someone who's maybe not going to blow up, maybe already did, maybe they never will, but if you drop yourself off in any place around the world, people have heard of this artist. I think I would probably go with Beth Hart as far as an artist in blues rock that is well known in different parts of the world. I think Beth Hart, very popular over in Europe. She's obviously got popularity here in the States. I think there's a lot of places where She's known and, and people really love her music. So if you're talking international artists, I, I think Beth Hart would definitely be up there. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. She has a massive following and it's very vast spatially. Yes. The person I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Robert Cray. Okay. I'm going to go with him. He's, he's won numerous awards. So he's certainly not a small time figure. I think just about everyone knows him. But you take a look at his schedules. This is someone who plays giant events, he'll play smaller bars, he'll play halls, and you find him all over the globe. So he's the guy where I think his currency is good anywhere he goes. Awesome. All right, well, we touched on some interesting topics this week. What do you guys think about NFTs? Do they have a big future in music? Do you think the idea of investing in artists is something that is intriguing? Let us know in the comments and then who are your coins? Your Blues Rock Crypto. Let us know down in the comments section below. We'd love to hear what everyone has to say. But for now, he's Willie Witten. I'm Pete Francis. This is the Blues Rock Show. We'll see you next time.